The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house. And anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. Occupied. Actually, we're not coming live. We're pre-recording the show here. Uh, but I am still in the U.S. Occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel. Allah warns you about it. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. And if you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you'd like to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com and we will be streaming in the area I'm showing the video audience now, which is the second video down. Bradley's live right now because we're pre-recording this at the same time he's on so just click on this platform and uh, you can enlarge it on whatever device you got it on your television whatever and then also click on there'll be a little icon there you can join us in the chat lots of friends in there this morning and uh, we appreciate you guys support every morning i mean you guys are just faithful to be in there we appreciate that very much and then right above that where bradley is live now you'll see the previous show's day uh, previous day's show for bradley there and then he comes on at 3 p.m eastern 2 p.m central SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And then right above that is where you can sign up for our email newsletter. Again, we don't rent your email, sell it, or spam it to anybody. And you get one email from us a day, and that includes the morning show archive. So this will be archived on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. You'll get the video portion, the podcast, and any other things. We're going to also include the previous shows we've had with our guests in there, and maybe some other things if we get to that as well. Now, if you want to help us, a lot of people ask. We We don't ask you for money. Okay, we we just don't do that. It's very uncomfortable with stuff like that. We don't we just don't like doing it. But a lot of people say, "How can we support you? How can we help you? What do you need?" Well, we have needs. Uh, it costs money to do the broadcast. It costs money to have the website. It costs money to go out around the fifty states and to teach our Christian constitutional heritage to people. So 
Uh, all of that costs money, and it's supported with listeners just like you. So if you want to help us, there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. You can click on that and make a one-time donation, or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of Liberty. That link is also at the top of the page. And then our store is available. This week we're highlighting our Sons of Liberty dog tags. Again, the pictures don't really do these justice. These were the mock-ups. You know, this wasn't the real metal that these are on. And they're the same size as a regular military dog tag, uh, but they're a, a higher grade metal than the cheap aluminum that, or whatever it is that they use. I think it's aluminum because they bend real easy. Uh, these are not like that at all. They're, they have the Sons of Liberty on the, the front side, and on the back side is First John 318. This week only, if they're normally $8, but if you che- use the promo code LOVE, which ties in with 1 John 3.18, let us love indeed, not just in word only, but indeed. Um, use the promo code LOVE, and you'll save 10% off of these. You can get them in black or silver, and uh, they come with the chain and everything, so they're 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 pretty classy. And you guys asked for it, too. This So this is a, something that you guys asked for, so we have obliged and brought that to bear just for you. So if, you, if you've been wanting one of these, now is the time to get it. And through Saturday night at midnight, you can get 10% off of them. So that's a good deal for you. All right. With that said, now we've had Lee Garrett on the show before. And, you know, Lee is a young man out of England. I was introduced to him from our health and wellness expert, Kate Shimrani, who comes on this, on Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. in case you're interested in joining us then. And, uh, you know, I got to know Lee. We've had him on the show, I don't know, three or four times now. And uh, I told him, I said, whatever's going on, when you got some news, you want to, you need a platform to do it, uh, come on, give me a call. We'll try to do that. We tried to schedule earlier and some things came up and we weren't able to do it, but we're doing it today. And so we've got Lee coming back on and he's going to give us some update as to what's going on there. So it's my privilege to welcome back to the Sons of Liberty, Lee Garrett. Hey, man. It's an honor, Tim. It's an honor. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's been uh, very interesting. The last time I actually come on the um, show... Go ahead. I accidentally I, hit the button. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, yeah, the last time I come on the show, I was talking about jumped-up court cases pushed against us, harsh bail conditions that I had, um, that I wasn't allowed to... Well, I'm just going to read them out here. My first bail condition was not to post any material regarding the COVID-19 pandemic, including videos, live streams, written text hosting online chat interviews. Number two was not to enter any COVID-19 vaccine centre in the UK or be within 150 metre radius except for appointment. Not to attend any COVID-19 testing centre in the UK or be within 150 metre radius. And number four, not to attend any hospital in the UK or be within 150 metre radius except for an emergency. Now, this was because I... um, Went to the COVID vaccine centre, which it actually wasn't a vaccine centre. It was meant to be a Nightingale hospital. They put these Nightingale hospitals around the UK, uh, supposedly for all the COVID patients. There was not one COVID patient went through that hospital door. It literally couldn't up. They were having a hit and miss with it, what they were going to do with it. And they put ventilators in bed, spent millions and millions of pounds. And then all of a sudden closed it down and turned it into a vaccination centre. Now, on the day that that changed over, I attended that hospital, and um, the footage is going to be on the YouTube channel later, and I will plug that at the end. So if anyone wants to see the footage of what, what I'm actually talking about today, the footage will be on my YouTube channel a little bit later, um, and so anyone can go and watch that. But uh, what, what basically happened was, I turned up outside, it was an interesting day, because obviously a hospital that the government had millions of pounds on, Never ever became a, a hospital, it was a vaccination centre. So I thought I'd go there, document it, see how many people are coming through the door, etc. And there was hardly no one there. But what was very interesting was, was Mark Steele's theory of what he's been talking about for many years now. A vaccination crossed with the 5G. And they had a 5G at the hospital... But, but, uh, yep. Hold on, hold on, just a second. Keep that thought there. You know, we. I just want to let people know we were having a little difficulty with the with the uh, the, the audio. And what I want to do is let me see if I can pick you up on Telegram. I want to pa- I want to I want to mute you on the other because it's it's acting up again every once in a while. Right. And I know for some people that gets a little distracting. And so let me give you a call on Telegram here, and uh, people are going to hear the buzzing and stuff. <laughs> And let's see if we can pick you up here, and I'll mute you, and then you hang on to the thing. Are, okay, are you there, Lee? 
can hear me. Okay. All right. We can hear you. And let me, I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I know some people are going to say, oh, I don't want to listen to this because it's going to have the popping. And uh, I know it's going to be a little, I hope it's going to be a little clearer here. Uh, so go ahead and, and continue your thought there. I, I didn't mean to mess you up, but you said something about Mark Steele coming in and, and you got some, you got some things going on with that. No problem. I'm just making sure I can hear us okay. Perfect. Okay yep. now, yeah? Yeah, that's great. That's great. Right. So, yeah. So, um, so what happened, Tim? Um, obviously, Mark Steele's been on about the 5G, being linked in with uh, with the vaccination. He's been talking about that for numerous years before the vaccination even came around. And there was a mast outside of the uh, Nightingale Hospital, the vaccine centre, which was directly facing pointing direct at the exit of the people coming out that had just been vaccinated, which was a very, very interesting thought because, you know, we've got a vaccine centre now. People have just been injected with all these heavy metals and you've got a 5G mask directed straight at you as soon as you're driving out. So it made me think everything that Mark's been saying about this 5G being linked with the vaccine is true. Because why else would they have that there? Why else would that be there? So as I walked over towards the mast, um, I was pushed, shoved by um, two security guards. And the um, the security... That, um, two seconds, nothing. Yeah, the security guards that actually... Um, two, two, two seconds, man. Just got a bit of an echo. Okay, you're good. You're good there. Can you still hear us okay now? Just got yep. to hear you in, the, in my ears. Yep. Right, brilliant. Um, yeah, so obviously um, the the guys came out of the security. They tried to have a bit push and shove with us. They were telling us I had no right to be there. Um, they told us that I needed to leave. It was a private area. Although I was standing on the road, that had a public bus service coming down it. Um, and there was a lot of humming and hawing going on. A lot of people have said I shouldn't have acted the way I acted. However, when I'm put in that position, there's two security guards, the big, big guys, the pushing us, the shoving us, shoving their weight into us, the following us around, the trying to intimidate us. You know, at the end of the day, I'm not a lad that's going to just sit around and just sit back and allow that to happen. I'm not going to get bullied, certainly not. So I did have a bit shouting ball at them. I was, having, you know, I was being a bit cheeky, um, a bit abusive back to them. They were doing the same back to me. However, I, was, I got arrested and I had armed police officers, which that's what I spoke about the last time I was on, continuously knocking at my door, plaguing my family, making my children scared, waking them up out of, out of bed at the night time, coming and arresting me. There was about three separate arrests in between this. And I just went to court on the 5th of July this year. And I got a, this is the letter back that I got back off my solicitor. And we were absolute farce. All of this nonsense going on all of this um armed police officers coming to me door um jumped up court cases against the security guards trying to assault us and this is the letter i got back i'm just going to read it out for you first before i move on uh dear Lee, i write you to confirm the outcome of the of the above hearing when you attended court for your trial i've got an echo again there tim um as you will be aware, the Crown Prosecution Service initially made an application to adjourn matters given the unavailability of both the prosecution witnesses. I opposed the application to adjourn matters and the magistrates agreed that matters should proceed. The Crown, Crown Prosecution Service offered. offered no evidence against you in respect to allegation regarding the witness, Mr. Doug Dale. However, they then requested efforts should be made to allow the other witness, Mr. Walker, to be able to give his evidence from his home via video link. The magistrates agreed to this application and your trial proceeded with Mr. Walker given evidence in relation to the alleged offence. I am pleased to say that the following my submission of no case to answer, the magistrates agreed that, that Mr. Walker did not suffer the required level of distress that an offence contrary to Section 4A of the Public Order Act 1986 required the prosecution to prove. For that reason, the magistrates agreed there was no case to answer given that the essential element of distress required by statute was absent. The final offence was therefore dismissed, meaning that the Crown's entire case against you has not been proven and the case is now entirely at an end. This means that the bail conditions previously imposed are no longer in force. Clearly, this is the best possible, possible outcome of all circumstances. 
And then just goes on to say that they'll be closing me file, blah, 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 keeping me records for six years. So I'm not going to go on with that. But uh, yeah, so I've had armed police officers turned up at my door, um, jumped up court case. I mean, several times this has happened and three separate arrests over this. And they take us to court and I didn't just get a not guilty, not enough evidence. No case to answer. Just absolutely abysmal, absolutely abysmal. And this is proves exactly what the British traditional system is all about. It is set up, it is a hoax, and as long as you go in there with the full armour of God in your truth, you will win. You will win against these corrupt, dirty... I've got no words for them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I got some words for them. Of course, we can't say some of those on air, but the, you're exactly right. Yes. They're criminal in nature. And just so people understand, let me kind of backtrack a little bit because we've learned a lot about you on on the show and then of course uh, you know you and i have talked off the show as well but one of the things is is that people need to understand you are you're just a young dad um and a husband and you're trying to take care of your family but you're also trying to be a good uh citizen in the area of the community that that you're in and so you are a guy who went out and tried to help homeless people you try to help even drug addicts and try to, you know, get them some kind of help in that. You tried to make sure because you were finding used needles uh, just out in the areas where children play. You were you were you're you're doing exactly the very things that we talk about here at the Sons of Liberty that people need to do in their communities. And on top of that, you were helping the very people who are abusing you, these police officers, you were helping them catch pedophiles. And then you discovered doing that job for them, basically. Do what? Doing that job for them. That's what I was doing. Yeah. So you were you were trying to help them do that because you cared about your kids and you cared about the community. And yeah. lo and behold, you find out, oh, there's pedophilia going on in the police department. There's pedophilia going on uh, in the politicians in our area. And you started calling that out, and that's when all the trouble came. And now you're yeah. calling out, well, wait a minute. I'm seeing what's going on with the Convids 1984 stuff going on here. And I got some questions, and I'm starting to report on it. And the harassment just continues and continues. So I want people to understand. And, and boy, I tell you, you, you have uh, – you have my utmost respect. Uh, I've had several people ask me about you, and I said, as far as I know from Lee, I said, Kate speaks highly of you, Mark speaks highly of you, and everything I've seen and heard from you, the documentation, everything that I've seen, you've been a stand-up guy. Yeah, sure, you get some moments where you lose a little control. We all have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact of the matter is, you've been out there on the front lines doing the work and not being paid for it, but being harassed for it having your stuff stolen your your equipment several times stolen and uh you know some of our our faithful supporters here were kind enough to care for you and uh, help you get back on that and I, yeah help you on I that just plug yeah, this go ahead. again and i just want to say a big massive thank you to the deetons once more um because that little lump sum of money it basically changed my life it's made it's given us an income now it's made us um progress it's picked us up and now my income for my family is absolutely fine Um, I just feel a lot more comfortable around my surroundings and it's given us a lot more time now to look into stuff and try and get things ready for what's going on and believe me all of this harassment from the police the councils the social services it's my time now I'm coming back after every single one none of them is, is that is social services not after the police but after them as individuals, I have all their badge Amen. numbers, I have all their names, I have everyone written down, and I'm ready to go. Amen. Well, I think that's what has to happen. When these guys are acting lawlessly, it's not the people who should be paying for their lawlessness. They should be paying for it themselves. So what, what's happened? Yeah. Help me understand this letter that you read. Does that let you off the hook? Is that extending something out? What, what's happening there uh, Yeah, so I was just going to extend on that so- that was a letter from my solicitor after the court case. Now, I turned up at court on the 5th of July this year and turned up, I was expecting David Dugdale and Adam Walker to be given evidence against us. Also, there was meant to be two police officers that were meant to be turning up that were meant to be given evidence against us. The two police officers didn't show 
Uh, and then one of the witnesses didn't show, the main witnesses. So they were left with one. And on that morning, he had convert, didn't he? So they said, oh, so that was it. They was left with no witnesses. So Therefore, the case should have been chucked out. But, you know, the CPS, the Crown Prosecution Service, no, 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 it's Lee Garrett. We need to find something on him. We need to get him. So they made sure that they got in touch with Mr. Walker. They made sure that they give him... Normally, by the do home video links, Tim, in the UK, they've got to get the CPS to come to your house to set it up and set the box up and stuff. And what they do is they make sure they, they stand in your house with you, someone stands with you, to make sure there's no... No, there's no one else there in the room telling you what to say, blah, blah, blah. Um, that didn't happen on this occasion. They made sure that they just given the acceptance to just video from his home, to have a court case from his house. Um, but obviously I was happy with that. And he stood up in the court case and he said that he hadn't seen the video clips. Um, yeah, he just remembers what he remembers of that day. Um, and supposedly he had caused them harassment, alarm and distress the pair of them, and he just didn't look distressed, intimidated, anything at all. In fact, they were the ones that were pushing me. I was just telling them to get away from us, get off us, get away from us, step away. So that's exactly what he said in the court. <laughs> he come out and actually said that, yeah, well, you know, I, first of all, he said that I approached him, pack of lies, to be honest with you. I was abusive to him. I started on him. I pushed him first. Then my solicitor cross-examined him, and he said, well, I've watched the video this morning. That was from my solicitor. He says, I've just watched the video this morning, and I want to swear an oath that I'm telling the truth and nothing but the truth. And he gave a totally different recollection from the video footage that what Mr. Walker did. And, I mean, why didn't they just play the footage in the court? Because the police officer that was meant to be coming had the exhibit. <laughs> so we had an exhibit. But that would that I wouldn't not going to put evidence for them to use against us for them in the court. So that was how useless they had it all set up. Even their solicitor on their side didn't even re- get the exhibit released from the police. My solicitor did, but theirs didn't. They just banked on the police coming, that their friends coming, banked on their mates coming in to come and back them up in the court. And unfortunately, they didn't turn up because they knew that absolutely nothing. They knew my evidence was that I was wanting to question the way that the 5G was fitted outside the vaccine centre. So, you know, they had no leg to stand on. They don't want that in the court, do they, Kim, Tim? They don't want someone walking in the court and asking what the link is between the vaccination and 5G. So they just basically didn't turn up. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you know, Lee, it's interesting because you're saying they can't let that they won't uh, allow certain things into the court proceedings. One of the things about these Zoom meetings and stuff that's that's left off of there and they really should allow it is that you we've played the video evidence where these cops are coming to your door in the middle of the night, uh, dis- disrupting you, um, uh, waking you from your sleep, putting you. I mean, you know, as a dad, I can tell you uh, I've had several times where. We've had people knock on the door in the middle of the night, two or three o'clock in the morning or six in the morning. We had a young lady who was across the street from us come over here wrapped in a sheet. Literally, she didn't have anything on but a sheet and her boyfriend's beating her and we have to call the cops for her. Uh, We've had people who've broken down and all this other stuff. You've got cops coming and knocking on the door, people that you've worked with who've now been instructed to target you and you can't. You don't feel any security for your your family, for your wife, or your kids. I'm sure that they're they have been distraught too over what what all is going on. They're they're seeing their dad arrested, uh, taken. Why? Because he's doing the right thing, and the cops are not doing the right thing. What is this issue to where they don't allow uh, the evidence to come in before the judge or the jury? If you have that in, in mind, and because I've seen it here in the states, they've said. No, you can't use the law. You can't appeal to the Constitution. You can't show us uh, actual evidence that you have. And the judge actually thinks that's lawful to do. And i got to tell you, there's a part of me as a man that wants to go deal with somebody in a manner probably I shouldn't deal with when I hear stories like that because I'm like, you're not rendering justice. You're rendering an injustice to a person because you're trying to cover for somebody else for whatever reason. Exactly. Well, yeah, well, in the courts, uh, Tim, every time I've been in, um, it seems to be like 
like the whole the this is the thing people think that you're going to go in a court and things are going to change by exposing something in a court or or this law is going to change things or this bit of, this paperwork you know this paperwork's going to uh, this 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 is all the com- proper common law stuff it's you know it's going to win i'm telling everybody now there's not no court case in the land is going to change this and there's no paperwork in the land that's going to change this they are above the law, simple as that. They they, they put themselves above it. They, they're not when they get there because, you know, it's proven. You know, they can't do anything. They can't do anything. They literally can't prove it. They can't find us guilty. But what they won't do is allow me to expose what's actually going on. So they just draw the chuck the court case out. It's easier. It's the same with this next one. I mean, I'm up a court on the... What's it? The 1st of December? First of December, yeah, um, and I'm up on facing on COVID charges, facing one thousand and fifty-three pound fine. And in the last court case, like I was simply, it was just a plea, but I got to talk a little bit, and uh, I simply asked a question. I says to the judge, "I've walked in there. I've got no legal defence at all with this. I've just walked in there, just on my own, because I think it's the best thing to do with the COVID stuff, because a solicitor can't say as much as what I would what I would like to say." So I thought going in there with no legal defence is going to be the best option because I can get to say exactly what I want to say then. Now, I'm not going to be, there's no holding back and I'm not going to hold back either. Um, I'm going to literally go in that court and I'm going to hold them accountable for, for their actions. So in that court case, I'm facing a £1,057, something like that it is. I didn't want to lie. So it's something near that. Um so I'm facing that fine, and in the first initial plea, I asked the judge, I said, I don't understand the charges. Before I plead guilty or not guilty, I don't understand the charges. He says, well, what don't you understand about it? I said, well, the, the actual, the charge, I said, what does it mean? He says, oh, it's a new charge, it's a new uh, law that's been passed, a new law that's been passed. It's a regulation, isn't it? It's not a law. Um, so new regulation that's been passed, I'll accept that. and. Um, it's a coronavirus regulations 2020. You just expected me to understand that. I says, Your Honour, I don't understand that. He said, well, what part don't you understand? I says, but what is coronavirus? And then I asked that question to him and it was like, <laughs> and for people listening by radio, Lee is looking around portraying the judge here as he doesn't know what coronavirus is. You know, I, let me let me explain something here, a couple of things, and I'll let you continue on. That's kind of comical. You, are you serious? The judge is just kind of looking around. He doesn't know what coronavirus is. Okay. Just literally looked around. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, uh, so let me let me let me clarify ahead. something. A thousand fifty-seven British pounds are equivalent to almost fifteen hundred dollars, folks. Fifteen hundred dollars for for what? Reporting on something and asking a question of why a 5G mass is right in front of a vaccination center, uh, that's a little thats a little extreme. Let me, let me warn people who are engaged in this kind of thing. Isaiah 10 verse 1 says, Woe to those who enact evil statutes and to those who constantly record unjust decisions. Woe to you. That's not, hey, you better watch out. That's a judgment. That's a judgment against you. So if you're a person yeah. engaging in that, woe to you because you are not you think you might be slick and sly and hiding something from from your creator because you can hide it from man, but he sees it and he's going to get you. He's going to get you. And you know Lee, it says in Proverbs 16 verse 8 it says better is a little with righteousness than great income with injustice. And that's what these people are doing. I think Bradley today, while we're going on about this, was having a lady on who was having um, a, she's an elderly lady. I think she lost her husband. And she found out the attorneys in the state of Michigan are laying in wait for people, watching them accumulate wealth, property, or whatever they got. And then they're going after them to steal and they don't even have any shame about it. They're not even trying to twist it. They're saying, yep, you, there's nothing you can do. Nobody's coming for you. I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, everything within me, and you can say it, people, you can say it's unchristian or whatever you want. When people do that stuff right there, the, the men of the community ought to get up and deal with them and deal with them in such a way that is biblical in fashion. And let me 
just make mention of Samson and let you figure it out from there of what he did with the Philistines. Uh, so stuff like that gets under my skin really bad. I struggle with it a lot because I read in the Bible where godly men dealt with criminals like that. They just dealt with them because they were brazen yeah. in that. And you're dealing with guys like that, too. You're dealing from judges to police officers to politicians for what you're doing there, man. Yeah, it's crazy, Tim. But, uh, yeah, just to carry on in the court case, anyway, um, I got up the BNA website document around coronavirus, and it states on there, which this is government approved, by the way, the BNA website. So it's there, they, you know, they back it. They, they stand by that. Um, and it says on there that coronavirus is a form of the common cold. So, or a set of, of uh, the common colds, you know. So... I read that out to the judge, just the headline of it. And I just said, so, Your Honor, I just want to verify today says that I am on Common Cold Regulations 2020 and I am facing a £1,057 fine for the Common Cold Regulations 2020. And then I had to have a 10-minute break, Tim. They had to have a 10-minute break? They had to have a 10-minute break. <laughs> Now, what did they do when they came back? They came back and just uh, they, they obviously took in what I've said. Um, they, they said they weren't willing to speak any further on this. Obviously, I understand the charge because I, I obviously I understand what it is. They had no answer for us. So basically, they said to us, yeah, you actually correct what you're saying. Yes, this is the common cold regulations. Yes, you are facing the £1,057 fine. Do you plead guilty or not guilty? Gosh! <laughs> Are you kidding? I mean, what a joke! There, there, you've explained to them that the 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 parliament has implemented a law. I, I call it a pretended legislation. That's what our forefathers yeah. called the the pretended legislation of the parliament and King That's George what it is. The, of what they were doing. It's not real law. It has the color of law. It looks like law. It smells like law, but it isn't law. It's pretended law. And then they, they're going to say, we're going to regulate you according to common cold. I mean, that's what they're – because they're not defining it. And again, I go back and I point people to several people like Dr. Kaufman and other people, Dr. Cowan and others, who have said, we don't have real – we even had Dr. Christina Park. She would say, you know, they, they're using new technology to say that they're – they're uh, uh, what is the – isolating the – coronavirus that they're calling now the SARS-CoV-2 specific if they're yeah. if they're going to be specific and she says so some people make that argument she wouldn't make that argument I want to put words in her mouth because she wasn't making that argument but my point is they're lying about what they're doing in the first place and what they're pushing on the public and it's all to get that needle in their arm that's what the whole bit is about is to get that needle in their arm and you're one of those guys who are going around just like Kate you don't have her particular knowledge, so you're not doing a specific thing like she's doing. Yeah. But you're going in and saying, wait a minute, there's some problems with what you guys are setting up in the community. And then they're going after you for it. And they're willing to acknowledge, yeah, we're going to fine you $1,500 in U.S. dollars for, for, uh, because of the common cold. Incredible. Yeah, because of, because of the common cold. And they say from my bail conditions that you know I wasn't allowed to speak about COVID-19. I was the first first man in the UK to be stopped. I think I still am. I don't think there's anyone else that's ever been stopped. Um, in fact, I don't know of anyone actually worldwide that's been stopped from talking about COVID-19. Everyone, it doesn't matter where you look. It's everywhere. It's on buses. It's on trains. It's on, you know, pub, uh, billboards, outside shops, on the floor. It's everywhere. You can't miss it. So how can I not talk about it? Why? <laughs> you know, it's absolutely ridiculous, this stuff. But this is what they do to people because th th what they don't want me to do is, Tim, is this is why they keep doing this to us. This is why they keep shutting us down. They come in for us early. This is why they slander me name. This is why they keep shutting us down on social media. They don't want me to get bigger and bigger and better and more knowledge and more knowledge and more of a following and more, you know, they don't want that because... As you know, I'm a kind of guy. I'm on the front line. I just don't care. I don't care what they think. I don't care if they come and arrest us. I don't care what the chucker is. Whatever they they put many walls up, and every single time I just keep knocking them walls down because when you're wearing the full god of arm, uh, full armor of God, when you're speaking your truth, 
There's nothing can stop you. There's nothing you can be feared of. Death doesn't fear me. Amen. You know, death doesn't fear Amen. me. Because I know it's not the end. You know, like this is this is this is just like a, a virtual reality what we're living in here. So you know, it, I just in this in this virtual reality, I just use my avatar within this crazy game that we're living in to try and do the right thing. You know, and it's it, it's just. I couldn't stop now, even if I tried. I couldn't stop. Do you know, it doesn't matter yep. what they do. They've done too much to us now. It's become personal. So it's it's not just the case of just doing the right thing no more. This has become personal now. They've plagued my family. They've plagued my wife. My wife's been arrested twice within this. One for assisting an offender, just for being Lee Garrett's wife. She was assisting an offender. Um, and the second time for arson of a 5G mast. I mean, she's never committed a crime ever in her life. You know, she certainly wouldn't be coming down and burning 5G masts down. What, what kind of evidence do they... in the public eye, I yeah. wouldn't be doing that either. What kind of evidence we do they should... have against your wife to charge her with arson? They're, well, they didn't charge her. They just brought her in for questioning. Um, so they arrested her under caution, uh, under suspicion of that. And the reason why they've done that was... Um, they did have no evidence, Tim. They said that my car, which I've got, I live right next to that. Obviously, it's going to be different over where you are, but I live right next to the Nissan factory, where it makes all the Nissan cars. So you can imagine around my area, most cars on the road are Nissans because the Nissan factories, yeah, you can get them from cheap or straight direct from the um, factory. You can get people who work there where they can get like a 30% discount off the cars and stuff like that. So most people up here, they go for Nissans because you know someone that works in Nissan. It's that big of a company, you know. Um, so we had a Nissan Duke at the time. And what the, no, sorry, a Nissan Qashqai. The majority of cars up here that's on the roads is a Nissan Qashqai and a Nissan Duke. They use them for taxis. They use them for NHS cars. They use them for, um, I've even seen firemen driving around them. Fire services using them. Um all sort of like um, companies, business owners, and all, all them kind of thing, because they're just cheap cars to get on finance that you can just pay monthly payment for, and it's very cheap because Nissan's round the corner. And their evidence was that a Nissan car, the same colour as mine, passed the mast at the same time as it got burnt at like three o'clock in the morning. I can guarantee you if I got that camera footage, there would have been 70 of them past that night, or 100 of them. Pass on that night of that wow. same color. Wow. Do you know? And that's how common it is. Do you know what I mean? Um, and, and they just picked, picked that out and went, oh, that's the same car as Lee Garrett and Zoe Garrett. Let's go and arrest them. So they came, yeah, came and arrested the pair of them. And with no evidence at all. And there, I believe, I, I believe that there was no evidence. I believe the only reason they had done that is because they wanted to bug me car. That's what I think it was for. Yeah. Well, that, the that sounds house and the That sounds about right. And then going after your wife is another soft spot because a man cares about well, his wife and that that will trigger you to either be the coward and back down or it'll be the guy you'll be the one to go that. after them. Go ahead. Because it was much worse than just arresting me wife me 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 wife and me children were here on the nighttime. The police came heavy-handed. There was about 8 to 10 of them and there was two vans on the street. There was armed response parked at the other side of the street, literally boxing me a state in to come for me. And when the police came, they knocked on the door, braid and braid and braid and braid and braid. And then they shouted through, armed response are here, and that's who that got armed response there to come and kick the door in. So obviously they must carry the big things and that to boot the door in. And so they, um, they brought their big tools along to, to kick the door in and put it through. And I knew at that moment my door was going through. My children were in bed asleep. I didn't want that to happen. So I went, I'm going to have to just go outside. So I walked outside, shut the door behind us. My door automatically locks. Um, so I thought, my children and my wife are safe in the house. I'll just get arrested. I'll be okay. Hopefully. <laughs> um, so I just went with them. They put me in the back of the van and then shouted up to my wife. Which, so they took me out the house first. Put us in the back of the van. Then a team of them, armed response and all that, stand and threatening my wife with two children in bed, saying she needs to come to the door and allow her, in, allow them into the house because they need to search the house. They need stuff from the house. She obviously was going, no, no, my kid, children are in bed. They said, if you don't open the door, we're going to kick the door in. She once again looked out for her children and thought, well, obviously, she doesn't want the door kicked in in the middle of the night. Let them in. She's allowed the police in, and they've come straight in and arrested her. 
Told her that she needs to get someone here for the kids within 20 minutes or 10 minutes. I can't remember. I see him again. I don't want to lie. It was her that they said it to. I wasn't there at the time. Can I interrupt you just a second? Let me interrupt you just a second. Do they have a warrant at this point or are they just coming into your house? Just coming into my house. Um, So there's no warrant, nothing. I really should have thought about it a bit more because I don't think the warrant was there. So I don't think they would be able to kick the door in. I think they were just threatening to do that. But obviously when I've got two children lying in bed, I, I, you know, I, I, I'm not going to risk the, the kids getting woke up by police. You know, they've already sure. been woke up enough times with police knocking at the door. I'm not going to wait until the police start kicking the door in. Do you know what I mean? It, when my children are lying in bed. I'm a man that I stand up for my rights and I stand up for my beliefs, but my own children come first before anything. Do you know what I mean? And my own children's safety and sure. welfare and and I would say comfort of their own home comes before anything. Yeah. So obviously uh, they were still asleep at the time. I didn't want to wake them. So obviously that happened. Uh, the police came straight in, arrested my wife and told her that she needs to get someone there for the kids or social services would be removing the children. Wow. Wow. Now let me ask you something. You live in a neighborhood, right? There's there's houses right around you. I mean, you're not like living out in rural South Carolina like I am. We're, I mean, we have houses, but they're pretty spread out, and there's farmland and all, big land, you know, big land um, yeah. ownership and stuff like that. You guys are in a, sort of a neighborhood, right? Okay, yeah, it's right. It's, it, my my estate's proper, really boxed in mine. I okay. live in a really close little council estate. How I mean, slums. Do you have any neighbors who are sympathetic towards what you're doing? I mean, do none of them care? Do they just Say, oh, you know, Lee, he's just, you know, he's got a couple of screws loose over. He's got this corona thing. He's doing all this stuff. And then we just want to live our life. We don't want to mess with it. You don't have anybody around you that cares about you and your family who would come and say, whoa, what's going on here, folks? We're going to have to, we're going to have to interpose ourselves here because you guys are acting unlawfully. Is there nobody in your neighborhood with some guts who will, who will stand up and, and, and stand with you? Tell you the issue, Tim, is, um, I'll tell you now, if a group of people do not like these trolls and stuff and people are threatening us online and give us loads of abuse, any of these not turn up at my door, anyone turns up at my door for trouble, my neighbourhood would be there in a flash. Now, when it comes to the police, they're all scared. They're literally scared. They are scared of what these police are going to do. They've seen the videos of what my police force has done. They literally beat people to a pulp. You would have seen the video. Have you seen the video of Darren Headley being attacked by the dog? I have not. Oh, well, there's a, there's a video in Newcastle. A, it went, it went uh, viral. It, went, it was all over the internet. Um, protest happened up here in Newcastle a few weeks back. And one of the lads, one of the lads I know, really good guy, Darren Headley, um, he got mauled by a dog, literally mauled by a dog. Um, I'm going to see if I've got the pictures up, actually. Sure, I can get the pictures up. Well, if you don't, um, now is he is he a black gentleman? No, he's white. Okay, Uh, I I saw one where they where they released some uh, a dog on a black gentleman, and he wasn't even doing anything. I mean, and they were just letting the dog have at him, and then about three or four or five officers ran in and grabbed him. Okay, all right, he's uh, showing. Can you back it up just a little bit? Now that's what the dog did to the man. My goodness, what the dog did to the man. It's okay. a bit blurry, isn't it? Yeah, it's a little blurry. If you can send those to me, we'll put them in the archive so people will see it. And if you've got the video, send that to me, and I'll, I'll put that in there as well. Yeah, yeah this yeah, is I'll what they're doing. I mean, I mean, if you can see that there. Oh, I did see that video. Yeah, I did see that video. Yes, that's well, that's Darren. Well, that's Matt. He was at, oh, he was at the, hang on. He was at the protest the other week, and he was just standing on the corner, and they let that dog, he went to run from that dog, and that dog chased him down. And that, I remember seeing that. Yeah, I do remember seeing that. Yeah, I thought you would have seen it. I thought you would have. Um, well, what, what happened then, Tim? This, you've got to understand that video you've seen there, this is the same police force that's turning up at my door. So people are a bit scared. People are a bit skeptical. People are a bit uneasy about what they're doing. And people have seen, I've seen this happen many times, Tim. Um, Throughout the time of me standing up, there's many people joined us. There's many people got on board. There's many people stood with us. But you know what happens? Their doors get kicked in. They get ragged about in front of their wife and kids. And the first sight of it happening... People are scared, Tim. People are scared. Well, Lee, I think this is one of the things that England has faced that's kind of like Australia. 
they've pretty much taken your guns. And I've said this on the air before. I've talked with a couple of guys from the English Defense League years ago, and they told me yeah. there are men who have guns, but we will not use them until the absolute last possible moment to use it. Because when we do, we better mow down whoever we got to mow down because the fact of the matter is they're going to come after us. They're going to come after our yeah. families. And we that I think that's one of the things they're attacking here in the, in the United States. They're trying their best Whatever way they can do it, one by one, a community or a, a major gun confiscation, whatever, they're trying to take our guns because they don't want us able to defend ourselves against criminal criminals in positions of authority. They just don't want it. And you guys are, are laid prey for that. But my goodness, I can't believe that there's not anybody around who has any love for you, any love for your family who would come over yep. there and at least say, hey, guys, you're way out of line here. We'll take the kids. We'll care for them or whatever the case may be. I, that just that just blows my mind. No really one does. even comes out, Tim. No one leaves the house. Because like, I'm just telling you there, right? You've got – it's not just a case of like – normally when someone gets arrested in the UK, normally one call will pull up, um, knock on the door, try and lace with the people, or the van will just pull up straight away, and they'll knock on the door, try and lace with the people to get them outside. And just lead them away into the van. One van. Now, I've seen that happen a lot around here. And people come out and give the cop as a load of shit. They say, he's innocent. You know, leave him fucking alone. You're just, you're just bullies, blah, 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 blah. But it's completely different when it's stuff like some yourself. And it's not just me. You know, there's a lot, there's a lot of other people facing this really harsh intimidation. Um, and... You know, what I've just said to you there, I, I, I've got armed response parked at the top of the street up there. We've got two vans parked in the back. Other side of the estate, you've got cars. You've got vans parked over the other side. You've got other officers parked down the bottom. Um, and then in the middle of the estate, there's like 10 to 15 police officers, some armed, some not. The ones that aren't, I'm not saying they're not armed. They know they've still got batons and tasers. Uh, but, you know, the other ones have got guns and stuff on them on their legs. And, you know... It's scary for people to come out, Tim. And I would say at three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, because that's usually the time they turn up to try and catch us out. Three, four o'clock in the morning, when they've just been stalled out of bed, also to actually get up and run outside to men with guns. It's very scary for me to even open the door. So for someone that's just completely innocent that, that doesn't even know anything what's going on, I think it's just the case. See, over in America, he's a bit more gun. He's a bit more open to guns, I would say, you know, if he's being allowed them. Um, but over here, you know, like some, most people probably in this area probably haven't ever seen a gun. You know, probably never even seen it. Maybe the only time they've seen a gun is on the telly, you know? So, like, we're seeing these police walking around with guns strapped to their legs. It's like, it's very, it's very scary. And I understand as well, Tim, when I walk down the street, walk to the shop, loads of neighbors, you know, the... Some of them think I'm um some of them think I'm a bit daft, you know. Obviously you're gonna get that. Uh, the old ladies and stuff that's been dominated for years. However, the majority of people around my estate absolutely love us. And like I say, someone come for trouble to me door, it would be a different circumstance. I wouldn't even have to leave my front door. My estate would turn up and they would deal with it. But when it comes to the police, totally different matter, mate. Totally different yeah. matter, which is a sorry state of affairs, but yeah, it is. it's just the truth of the matter. Well, and I get that, and I get that they've been brainwashed to think, well, if, if the police are showing up at your door, you must have really done something wrong. I mean, that's the mentality, yeah, and of course, that's what the media puts out. We've seen that with Kate, of course. We, we've seen, boy, just her character maligned in the in the, uh, in the the media. Even some of them, like this uh, Mariana Spring, boy, what a what a total disgusting person that that she is to use Kate's son against her and then to keep fomenting that stuff when Kate has been kind to her in her own home, fed her, went on walks with her and all this. You know, I, I pray that God would convict that girl's heart. And if he wouldn't, he would just shut her mouth permanently if need be. I mean, folks, if you think that's ungodly, you need to read the imprecatory prayers of the Psalms that he would break her teeth in her mouth so that she doesn't spit out the the, the venom that she's spitting out. Let me let me recount a couple of uh, things here. You know, the Bible tells us that God requireth something of us, and that is to do justly, to love mercy and to walk humbly with our God. Those are the three things that he requires of us. Well, how are we going to know justice unless we know his law? And what the punishment is following that. 
if people are, are coming after somebody for saying, hey, I got a question about what you guys are doing. It doesn't look on the up and up. And I'm going to be arrested. You're going to go arrest my wife. You're going to terrorize my children, my neighborhood, because that's what they're doing in the process. This is a real problem. And then we, we looked at Habakkuk chapter 1. And what we see there is Habakkuk crying out, I cry out to you violence, yet you do not save. Why do you make me see iniquity and cause me to look on wickedness? Yes, destruction and violence are before me. Strife exists and contention arises. Therefore, the law is ignored and justice is never upheld. For the wicked surround the righteous. Therefore, justice comes out perverted. Is that not what you're experiencing right now? It sounds like a perversion of justice, and just to be the least. 100% it is. And this is the thing about this, Tim. Um, the, whole, the whole structure of law makes all of this, what they're actually doing, unlawful. It, it's, it's illegal. It's, you know, it's against all of their, their rules and laws and regulations that they put in, that they made up. It goes against all of it. However... Just, this is the thing about these regulations and acts and statutes and stuff you know, that we've got over here. Um, I thought, they just bend them. They bend them round to fit them. You know, they made them up. They come up with these regulations and rules and stuff. So, you know, as they're going, they just twist them, twirl them, move them round, put, move this one over here, take that one out today, you know. And this is what's going on. They're just literally making it up as they go along. Um, and it doesn't matter who you are, what you are. Um, if you speak out and you hit the hit them um, where it hurts, you start speaking the truth too much. Truth, a little bit of truth you're away with. If you start speaking too much truth, and if you start getting over that target, believe me, the UK police will come after you 100%. And I'm not going to put anybody off because that's the last thing I want any everybody to do. In fact. It's a message to try and get everybody to rise. Because if everybody, the thing is, there's many people like me that's putting up with all of this stuff. Like you say, like, you know, Kate's putting up with a bit. More with the media side of it, more than the police side of it, I would say. Yep, yep. Um, but, but, you know, she's been slandered throughout the media. But this wouldn't happen if we all stood together. If we all stood as one, we all stood proud. Or, you know, start getting my communities involved. Like you said there, if, if communities just start coming out when police are turning up at people's doors, and giving the police a hard time, people need to start giving them a hard time because they're just running around and bullying and they're picking off people one at a time. That's, That's how right. They're getting one. Come on, preach. They're not getting them all at the protests, and 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 you know they, they can't get with them because there's too many of them sometimes. But what they're doing is they wait until we go home, they wait until we're lying in bed, they're going home, and they're coming and bring out of bed and coming and arresting them. Well. We need to start standing up. We need to start doing something about this. And when the next time police come to my door, I think I'm going to organise something like that, Tim. Instead of answering the door, I think I might put a public post out online to say, everybody, make your way to my house now. I need your help. Yeah, there be a good way to do it. Yeah, Lee, there are some things like that happening here in the United States. They've built it off of a sort of a text messaging and they get people in the areas to join. And so when something like that happens, it can go out and bring people in. And I think that's what's got to happen because the, the police there, look, I, I told people, I haven't really had a problem with police in my area except maybe twice in my life. And both of them were acting criminally, and that's why I had a problem with them. And I didn't respect them. I respected them when we started till they showed their hand. But every police officer I've ever dealt with, for the most part, has been within – what they're doing, okay? But when the police are doing this kind of thing of harassment and doing these kinds of things, it's criminal. The people have to come together, and they've got to uphold justice. And this is, I'm not trying to be ecumenical. I've told people, look, I'm going to distinguish my beliefs from other people, but when, but justice is an issue. And I just got through reading it. We're supposed to love justice. We're supposed to uphold it. And God tells us to do so. So I'm going to encourage the people who may hear who live in your neighborhood, you guys have got to get with Lee and have his back. When, even when the police comes and it may cost you something because you never know, they may be at your door next week and Lee's going to be the one who's going to come over there and help you if he knows it's going on. Lee, we got about uh, 10 seconds. Tell people where they can find out more about you. Um, yeah, well, um, I've sent you actually the links to him and Telegram if you can pop them up. Uh, I can't get them up in 10 seconds, but I will put them in the archive. I promise. 
If you can point the knee out, it's a tall old tree and a strong. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Quickly. <laughs> we What's your website? Lee Garrett-thetruth.co.uk. All right. And Lee Garrett-thetruth.co.uk. And my YouTube is The Truth Promotions. So All if right. you just type in The Truth Promotions on YouTube, you will find us. There's some very interesting videos coming out. So just, yeah, tune in, guys, and thank you so much. Yeah, Lee, uh, we I, we went over a little bit. I cut off my face here, too. <laughs> we went over a little bit there, but I'm glad that you came back on. I am glad that things are going well with you. And uh, I do want people to know that, yeah, we have some supporters who are just super kind people. And not just them, but there are other ones who support the Sons of Liberty daily. And uh, we appreciate you guys. You make a difference in our lives. You've made a difference in my life personally, uh, in Kate's life. And in Bradley's, I know, and in Lee's. And Lee, you've told me off air the same thing, the gratitude that you have for what people have done. So I don't I don't want that to kind of I know they aren't looking for praise. Uh, the people who helped you, I know, and I don't want to, I don't, I know, I think you mentioned them at first, but I, I'm not trying to do that because I don't think they want that. But the fact of the matter is I want them to know You've made a difference. Uh, they've made a difference in your life. I know they've made a difference in my life. 100%. You've said that off air, so that's not something you're yeah. blowing a horn at here. And uh, you're you're continuing to stand there. I mean, the last time we had you on the air, and we're off the radio now, but we're still recording. The last time we had you on the air, I remember us talking before, and you were so down. You were so desperate because well, you had, you were the word desperate. Yeah, you were being blackballed. You couldn't even get a job because of what the police were doing to you and everything else. Your children were seeing you arrested for just stand. Daddy's just standing for the truth, but they don't understand. They don't understand everything. And some people that you don't even know that you've never met face to face help you out and give you something that you can use to get back in the fight. And immediately you're encouraged and you didn't run from the fight and say, I'm going to take the money and run kind of thing. You stayed in, you stayed in the fight. Why? Because you got a conscience. You were saying that a minute ago. I can't leave if I wanted to, because I'm driven by the truth that I see here. And I, I can't help but speak the truth. Praise God for that. It's even More better than like that, that for you. It's even, it's even better than that. Even better than that. I'll tell you what, this encouragement, this little help, this income for my family, this, um, you know, the the best thing about it was when I went to thank the Deatons, and I mean, I just want to thank, it's honestly just so, so much thank you. But uh, when I went to thank them personally, they said, don't thank me, thank God. And I just didn't, it, Amen. this is what this is all about. Yep. You know, this is, we wouldn't have come together if we weren't Christians. I wouldn't be on the show. I wouldn't be, say, I speaking to you. I wouldn't be, you know, probably would never have ever come across each other. Um, if you didn't have this Christian show. So the thing is, everything happens for a reason. Everything comes together for a reason. And they haven't just got me through this little bit. And I haven't just carried on, Tim. I'm back bigger, stronger, and better. And that's what's coming. <laughs> Amen. Watch this face. Amen. Amen. Well, praise God. I mean, that is the thing. And and they are about that. They want God to get the glory for, you know, wherever they're able to help. And we're, we're grateful for them very much. Lee, is there a final word you want to leave people with before we close out the show? Just thank you so much, Tim. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to come on and speak several times now. Um, and thank you for everybody else that listens. And just everybody keep sharing your truth. Keep spreading the word. And justice will prevail. Truth will be heard. God is with us. I believe that. And, you know, we're, we're called not to be those who are doom and gloom, give up, say the world's going to hell in a handbasket kind of nonsense. Because, again, I go back to 1 Corinthians 15. Guys, we have one king. It's King Jesus. He has conquered death, hell, and the grave. He's conquered the, the people who wanted to kill him and destroy him. And he sits at the right hand of God. He's the one who sent the Holy Spirit to live within us and to direct us into all truth is what first John or is what John tells us uh, that Jesus said that when Jesus went to the Father, he would send us a spirit, he would lead us into all truth. And the fact of the matter is, if there's any truth that comes from God, we must be those who expose the works of darkness, Ephesians 5:11, and we must be those who allow the truth to prevail, and in doing that, We are the means by which Jesus uses to subdue all of his enemies under his feet until the last day. Whenever that is, if it's tomorrow, if it's a thousand years from now, whenever it is, 
we're to be his instruments. We're the means he uses in doing that, and that is by proclaiming the truth, proclaiming the true saving gospel, not a cheap gospel that allows you okay with your lawlessness and your sin, but one that calls you to repentance and one that calls you to honor God, honor and fear God uh, for who he is. Lee, we appreciate you very much. Thank you for your stand there. Thank you for what you're going through. And, uh, you know, I, I believe God's going to deliver you in some fashion or another. And I'm going to call on people. Maybe there's some neighbors of Lee's who are who hear this. It's great you guys go help him when he gets trouble that aren't police. But you guys got to get some courage and help him when it's police. Because sooner or later, if you let that go on and they get Lee, they're coming for you next. So you might as well go ahead and sort this thing out yourself and take a stand for the truth, take a stand for righteousness, and take a stand for justice. Guys, Bradley will be on at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. I'll be back with you. Uh, that'll be on Saturday morning, 8 a.m. with Kate Shimerani. Don't miss us then. Till then, see ya.